Hi, this is Joseph, the host and creator of Sci-Fi Graveyard, as hosted by The Heart of Geek. Is there a topic that you love to talk about? Would you love to share that topic with millions of listeners around the globe? If so, then you're almost there to starting your own podcast. The only thing you need is Anchor.fm. With Anchor.fm, you can record, edit, and publish your own podcast to the Anchor site and to popular podcasting sites around the world. So what are you waiting for? If you'd like to get started, all you need to do is head to the Play Store on Android or the App Store if you have an iPhone. Start the download and get recording today. Thank you for listening to Sci-Fi Graveyard and on to the podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Halloween special of Sci-Fi Graveyard. This is actually also episode 13. Spooky! Woo! Um, we are going to go back to doing more older sci-fi. However, for Halloween, we want to do something special. Tonight with me is Jeremy and Josh, and we're going to discuss the 1986 sci-fi movie Aliens. This movie was directed by James Cameron, as you probably know, and was released in theaters on July 18th in 1986 in the United States. This movie is one of the rare examples of a sequel that is considered better or equal than the original film in its series. Uh, this movie was also written by James Cameron, David Geiler, and Walter Hill, based on the characters created by Dan O'Bannon and Ronald Shusett, probably mispronouncing that. Uh, the screenplay was also by James Cameron. So the movie stars the morning weaver, uh, Ellen Ripley, uh, Carrie Finn as Newt, Michael Bean as Corporal Hicks. Is it um, Bean or Bane? I've always heard it pronounced Bean. Uh, Paul Reiser and Bill Paxton and Lance Hendrickson as Bishop. Uh, interesting fact, though, about the actress Jeanette Goldstein. She's the one who played Private Vasquez. She was actually considered for the part of security chief Tasha Yar in Star Trek The Next Generation, as her character in Aliens was actually the inspiration for the character of Tasha Yar. Uh, as we know, the part went to Denise Crosby, However, Jeanette did go on to play a science officer in Star Trek Generations, uh, the Typhon engineer in the video game Star Trek Invasion, which was released in 2000 on the Sony PlayStation. She was also the voice of the Enterprise computer in Star Trek Short Treks in the shorts Ephraim and Dot and Q&A. Ephraim and Dot is about a humble tardigrade that winds up on the Enterprise throughout the Enterprise's service. And Q&A is about Spock when he first comes aboard the USS Enterprise under Captain Pike is trapped in a turbo lift with number one. So that's pretty interesting. Also, another interesting thing about Jeanette Goldstein as Vasquez, she's actually not Latino. <laughs> and they actually darkened her skin, dyed her hair, and gave her brown contacts to well, make for her the look. movie. Yeah, for aliens. What? <laughs> yeah, if you watch, That's crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, if you watch Terminator 2 Judgment Day, she's the foster mom. Then, and that's when it's like literally whitewashing, probably. <laughs> she was, yeah, she or was. Or maybe brownwashing, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, because a side story, a side backstory for her character was that she grew up in the slums of a Hispanic like area. And the colonial servant Marines were like a way to get out of trouble, like juvenile thing. I, I'd have to go back and actually read it. I didn't include it here. As you know, the original alien design was H.R. Giger. And 
Another interesting fact, the alien nest set was kept intact after filming. It was actually used for the access chemical plant in Tim Burton's Batman. Oh, that makes total sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, interesting fact about Carrie Hen, who played Newt. She is actually originally from Panama City, Florida. I just threw that in there because I'm a Floridian and I thought that was cool. Also, this is her only acting role. Uh, her brother, Christopher Hen, was actually in the movie Aliens 2 as he played her brother seen briefly near the beginning and was unaccredited. Nice. So Yeah. So, so he, he, he was only in it for like not even five minutes. Yeah. Usually <laughs> how it goes, at least anyway. At least he actually life. made it in the film. Yeah. Um, in 2014, as you know, Alien Isolation was released and takes place 15 years after Alien. It is about Ripley's daughter, Amanda, and her search for what happened to Ellen Ripley. Uh, that's kind of like a prequel to this movie where they're looking for the Nostromos. Yeah, um, they also do a DLC where it's like uh, going through Ripley at one point. I didn't get to play it, but you, you do get to play I, as Ripley in it. I need to actually go and... Um, I have this game because I got it when I got my Xbox back in 2015. And um, I actually have the, the special edition with all the DLC. Yeah, I've, so I I've play played it. it through like maybe the first couple of missions. It's like after you start... Because it's like... It's one of the most the scary movies you. known to be built, too. Yeah, really. Yeah. I'm like, and knowing that it's procedurally generated, too, in the game. I've only made it... Yeah. Uh, and mostly, I made it up to a point where I was trying to go on a subway to, or whatever to get to the next spot. And then it randomly pops up so you don't know where the fuck it's at. Yeah. Uh, the but you hear it walking movies. around as fucking creepy. I think the furthest I got was the very beginning where you're messing with the computer. Yeah, like at one point I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, so I just quit. <laughs> yeah, I, I got I, like once I was dealing with the alien, I just haven't went back yet. <laughs> I I I got to where you're you're dealing with the alien in this medical facility and it keeps hunting me down and killing me no matter how hard I try to hide. Yeah. Because it it's because it's it's AI is is more advanced, so it's it's like it's it's can hunt you down and shit. Yeah. It's actually a really good game. Yeah. I say if you haven't played it, definitely play it. The they make the, the technology look like it did from the first aliens because it was all based on yeah. the and how creepy it so, is. Oh. Yeah, it's so creepy. Um I do want to let you know early draft of the script had Ripley being a male, this is for Alien, but I thought it was interesting, so I thought I would share it with this one. Uh, making it one of at least three movies where Sigourney Weaver played a character originally planned to be a man. Uh, the other one was called The TV Set and Vantage Point were the other two movies. But Sigourney Weaver, or Rip, Ellen Ripley's character is originally going to be a man, but they changed it to uh, a female and, it, and and thank God they kept it as a woman because like this movie is so good. Um, like just rewatching really good. this one, I just rewatched it this morning. 
Just be, I was like, yeah, I was gonna say, (laughs) I've seen it like a million times, but as soon as I started fucking watching it, I was like, fuck, I love it. And the crazy part is, is man, that it's built in 19 or met built made in 1986, right? The special effects would still hold up today, yeah, in this movie. Yeah, there's only like that. I mean, there's only like two or three shots I didn't think held up, and that was because they were the way they projected the ship on. And the first scene with her in the uh... oh yeah, oh, I, it's, it's, like, I guess I'm I'm more talking and the visual effects, you know, as far as what Stan Winston did with the aliens. I don't know if you could do it any better today. Than, no, I don't yeah. think you could. I mean, uh, you because what they... unless you did it fake with CGI, but yeah. even then, uh, like it's the more realistic this, this way with yeah. The main yeah, because about... I even noted that. Because one of my favorite scenes in this movie i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off there joe but one of my favorite scenes is at the end when uh, a bishop gets torn apart and uh he's sitting there half you know <laughs> half there laying there kind of just sitting oh yeah and then he's flopping know. around and stuff. Yeah, yeah but i mean he's but, I mean, he, but yeah spitting his milk out but even the internals looked you know because you could see like the vacuum tube kind of looking stuff oh and, yeah you know where it wasn't intestines but it was yeah. like you know internals that a robot would have but that was what the the splitting apart of him when they did it was very realistic looking in 86 it was pretty stellar yeah, was... most of the stuff back then looked kind of fake um yeah it was really good the only the only scenes i didn't think held up were just like um the first time she's in the P five thousand power work powered workloader, on uh, when she's like moving the barrels or the canisters, it, you could tell that it was like, um, like blue screen or green screen. And then there's a couple shots on the planet, which is LV four twenty six, which this is actually the same planet from Alien. They actually go back. Yeah, that's why. Oh, it's probably more of the stuff that's more CGI'd than. Them, you know, like the space stuff, because it kind of reminds me of like Star Wars. When you watch Star Wars back from the uh, early 80s, you know, how the spaceships would fly, and you can kind of tell they were embedded. You can see yeah. the outlines. Yeah. 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 That's that's the only part, and I would agree with you. But, I mean, in terms of like the aliens, man, I don't think they're any different even today. Oh. I mean, it's it's... No, the physical... The physical effects, like the practical stuff, like is is amazing. Uh, really holds up. Like even when the the face huggers come out of the eggs, that that still holds up today. Yeah. Even though it was from like but, oh, 34 years. Ago. You've thing. got you've got a guy James Cameron directing it. That's one of the reasons I would say that it was that way because I think that dude's a stickler for stuff. You know. Uh, the thing I. The thing I've learned about James Cameron is he's he's a genius when it comes to movie making, but he's like an asshole. Oh yeah, which yeah. is probably because he's a genius. Yeah, well, that's what I was <laughs> gonna say because I mean, uh, you know, I've read about this movie and that like the uh, Alien Queen was actually designed by him. Uh, he he went off of Geiger's you know designs, but he he designed it himself, um, where he changed like he removed the the dome that gave the creature's head its uh, sleek shape in Alien. 
but you know how mm-hmm. not in this one, it, you know, getting rid of that, it exposed that cranium beneath it. So, um, one of the, he, cause so he kind of changed that, um, aspect of it based on what he felt would be practical and not, um, less fragile, I guess you would call it, but. Yeah, I like I like the look of the aliens and the um, the queen in this movie. It was it was the the effects really hold up. The cool thing is, um, I never really thought about this before because you don't really think about it watching like a monster movie or anything like that. But the aliens are actually really intelligent. Yeah, well, they're yeah. they're not like they're not like wild they're not like wild animals. They're and we, as you know, the aliens take um, traits from their hosts. So all these aliens are hosted from humans. So they probably have a human-like intelligence because the queen literally takes an elevator to the top. Yeah. Like she walks in and presses the button. So obviously they have some sort of understanding of tools. And, well, and well so yeah, that supposedly she could take off. Remember when she was going after Newt too, she would move the grates. And she would follow where Newt was going, and she would know where she was at before she would get there. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's so- the main thing. They kind of explained in Prometheus <laughs> a little bit, but I don't know if like it's like official lore. I'm assuming that it is, but supposedly uh, the aliens and the humans were based off of the characters that were the little blue guys or whatever they call them in Prometheus. The engineers. Yeah. Movie was made in 2012, so it's kind of hard to, you know, yeah, now yeah, that we've yeah. seen that, it makes it, yeah. now, now that we've seen that, it makes sense. But you know, if you watch this back in 1986, you wouldn't have known that. Oh, and they, yeah, you know, you just, it just kind of, yeah. yeah, you're kind of going off of that based on what you've seen, right? So, yeah. based on how they perform, and that's what Joe, I think, was getting at was the fact that the fact that uh, she could press a button and go up a floor, or they were. Using the top of the ceiling in that one part instead of going through a door, you know they actually yeah, used they, the vents to get in that room. Yeah, and uh, things like that that they actually had kind of reminds me of the way you know later movies, you know Deep Blue Sea, when the sharks would do uh, perform differently than yeah. normal. It's kind of well, how, it would, but of course this one was made was first. Them but. gaining more brain power, so then they were able to be smarter in the ocean and shit. Yeah. But anyway, that, like, this is I, kind of the I same thing as what I'm saying. Yeah, but of course that was later well, on. Well, you also got to think about too is that most of the aliens on the planet were bred from humans, so you would think they would kind of get some of the knowledge yeah, that, if you, yeah that's or, what joe was yeah, saying earlier yeah yeah because if you watch if you watch the film if you watch alien 3 and i really don't like alien 3 that's like everyone, but if you watch everyone alien 3, doesn't care for alien 3 all that much just that was the one where sigourney was bald right yeah and, and yeah she even made it to the planet yeah they killed off newt and hicks and i want to know what happened to her cat yeah, I, I'm assuming that she was still in her fucking apartment, but of course, Catman. Well, they didn't Joe show the cat there. at the end of this Cat-Man movie, did they? Joe or did find I... out what happened? No, the cat, the cat stayed. The cat stayed where um, because I didn't realize this until I was I had to actually read it because I wasn't sure if they were on Earth. 
But the space station they're on, when she's talking to, was it Burke? Paul Reiser is yeah. Burke? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. When she's talking to him, they're actually in Earth orbit. Um, and so I didn't realize that uh, when I was watching it, mostly because I'm trying to like look up stuff while I'm, you know, taking notes. So I missed some small details at the beginning. And, but they were at Earth. So I'm assuming she had someone watch her cat. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was better it was just in there and then it died, but they didn't want to talk about it, Joe. They were just saying, hey, I'm not bringing well, I'm just you, saying, man. Like, I feel like. I know the cat's like the cat. Obviously, I'm the crazy cat person. But um, what what I'm what I'm getting at is like why why I just like Alien Three is because what we just mentioned. They killed off Newt. They killed off uh, was it Hicks, Hicks or Hudson? Hudson was uh, Bill Paxton's character. Yeah, the, it's like game over, man. Game over. I, I still um, say that fucking phrase all then, the damn time, man. And they got rid of, and they and they got rid of Hicks, or not Hicks, um, Bishop. Uh, he was in like one partial scene where she. Oh yeah, was it? Uh, didn't and, they do something in Alien Three where he was in it though? At one point, or no, it's another yeah, like, or like, something like that. Bishop was no, in the third grabbed, one, yeah, but like I don't remember she if grabbed, it was the actual dude or not. That's the thing. I don't. No, she she grabbed uh, Bishop from the ship when it crashed and hooked him back up to get some information. But he didn't. He wasn't in it very long. Yeah, yeah, I didn't think so. Whether or not it was Lance Hendrickson, I, I have to. It I was have to watch it, and I kind of don't want to. <laughs> he was. It was him. Um, it probably was. I mean, um, I'm trying to think of what else here. Um, another interesting thing, if you all didn't catch this, I would have. I caught this obviously because I'm a Trekkie. But you know, when every time they had the high energy and. Uh, scenes where uh, during like when um, the Marines are fighting the aliens and the operations and there was another scene where they were when they're in the uh, where they couldn't use their guns they had to use flamethrowers because they didn't want to puncture yeah. the, uh, mm. the reactor the musical cues from that because this movie was composed by James Horner and James Cameron James Horner felt gave him so little time to write a musical score that he cannibalized previous music scores, two of which being Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, and Star Trek III, The Search for Spock. So some of the cues of course, in that Joe music is from Star like, Trek. take those out of it. <laughs> well, I, you could, you, it's, it's because they're so, they're, it's so obvious if you watch uh, Star Trek II yeah, and then you Star watch Trek Aliens. Like forever, so... And so, like, um, you can tell. Uh, yeah, it was about a year ago, wasn't it? When did we do the Sci-Fi Graveyard podcast for that one? It was. We haven't done one for Star Trek yeah, yet. Not... Oh, fill in the blank. Yeah, Sorry, fill it was fill in the blank. Yeah. Fill in the blank was for uh, uh, the Genesis device or something. Uh, let's see here. I'm just looking at some of the different things I wrote. I I didn't really watch any other reviews or anything about aliens before this. Um, I did kind of wonder if the Borg were partially inspired by the look of aliens in H H G Geiger, uh, because of the if you look at how the Borg look, they kind of look similar to some of the stuff in Aliens. Well, even though I consider the Borg space zombies, well, they are kind of like space zombies anyway. 
space <laughs> cyborg zombies. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, all I know Better is that this cyber movie man. is awesome. Like, no matter what, it, like, every beat to it, like, makes sense. It doesn't feel like it's too rushed. Oh, it doesn't at all. The it funny thing was, like is I'm the, like, you know, I can remember this movie from when I watched it before, and I'm sitting there watching it tonight going, wait, when does she fight him off with the the robotic thing? And then right then is right at the end. And all of a sudden it came up, and I'm like, oh, right, yeah. there it is. That's the part yeah. I remember. Where she's like, get away from her. Yeah. That's bitch. like one of the most Which is funny. lines in like a lot of movies. Yeah. It's just that one. Which is which is funny because y'all y'all seen Scream 2, yeah. right? Because they talk about this movie in Scream 2 in film class, and I'm using air quotes. Um, early in the film, Randy, Jamie Kennedy's character, and a classmate, which I believe was, um, I can't remember his name. He was on Dawson's Creek. Oh, not Joshua Jackson, I think is his name. Yeah, Joshua Jackson. And he actually quotes aliens and goes, get away from her, her you bitch. Oh, yeah, and Randy says, It's been a while no, since I've watched the Scream franchise. Yeah, and Randy goes, it corrects him and says, it's stay away from her, you bitch. And that is, it's actually incorrect. Uh, Joshua Jackson's character got it right. But uh, apparently the lines got mixed up in the script uh, because Randy was supposed to say, Get away from her. Oh, they flipped it around and then Uh, they just kept it in the movie. Yeah, he ad libbed and he covered up (laughs) the mistake because it was originally a line for for, uh, Randy's character to say, Get away from her, you bitch. But that, yeah, that was considered a mistake. (laughs) because <laughs> it's like Randy being a film nerd should have known that because he was obsessed with um, horror films yeah well uh, films in general yeah but mostly horror which is weird because the IMDB doesn't consider this movie sci-fi horror he, it's considered um, it's considered like action oh, really? adventure I would think that it would probably yeah, be like a, uh, it's kind of like I would definitely say that it's sci-fi horror just because it's on a different planet and it's with alien creatures with sci-fi elements in it. Yeah, because yeah, I don't I feel like there's still some um, some suspense because you don't know when the aliens are going to come up when they're on their way and they use the uh, the, the, the tracker. Yeah. That's the main thing is like all the stuff that's in this movie is like where you could hear the shit and you know like exactly what movie you're like uh, thinking about or whatever. Like if I hear somebody's ringtone just be the pings off of the tracker and the aliens, like or just the gunfire sounds, like all that stuff, if I just hear that randomly, I'm like, damn, you're kind of cool because you like have that shit on your on your phone or whatever. Like, no matter what, I think of the Aliens movie whenever I hear most of the fucking lines out of this movie. Like, certain things. Like, I just... I don't remember Alien as much, but Aliens is just by far the better movie. Yeah. It's one of the first ones that is, like, a perfect sequel to, like, the original. Yeah, the the other one, of course, being... At least popular opinion is the Empire well, Strikes that's Back. That's like the and, like the number one probably, but then there's also Terminator Two, Judgment Day, 
And then, and, um, and then some so, people throw in Godfather Part Two, but the those are yeah. Like, you know, I have never seen the Godfather well, movies. You should at least watch the first two, not so much the third, but the first two. Yeah, I heard the third the, one. Was the shit. second one is by far I was actually the best watching, one, though, But I was watching something about. Um, Oh, it was about the Bram Stoker's Dracula. They were talking about Winona Ryder. And she was actually supposed to be in The Godfather Part 3, but something, she got sick. Yeah. And so that's why they uh, cast uh, Coppola yeah. as his daughter. And, and she was god awful in that <laughs> movie. Go- god awful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She can direct now. She can direct, <laughs> but she can't fucking act. It was fault. And so I thought that was pretty funny. But yeah. Um, I really enjoy this movie. Was really good. I like I like all the scenes. I like uh, the camaraderie. The you felt like the Marines were actually a team, and they did that on purpose by filming the scene where they're all waking up last. So they they built some sort of uh, yeah. And Bill together. Paxton was a moron. He kind of reminded me of how he was in Weird Science. Oh yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> Chet. Yeah, that's a, he kind of reminded me of Chet. In this movie, well, I think like if like if Chet, around, they did, but it reminds me of if Chet was in the military. Oh yeah, like he was in that movie. <laughs> it reminded me of the same character. Like if he if he was actually Chet, it reminded me of how Chet would be in. Well, was it was it Hicks the one that was it Michael B's character Hicks was he the uh, one that was a slave yeah, yeah. during yeah. the yeah, because yeah, he was just like uh, another day at the office. Um, the lieutenant was a dumbass, but I think they picked him on purpose. I think the Wayland Utani Corporation, this is my head theory, picked him on purpose because he was inexperienced. Because as we find out, Burke wanted to take an alien. The, the company wanted an alien yeah, and that's to take the back. Dumbest idea. Which is, we piece, were just uh, talking about this one like during the last podcast about fucking idiotic moves. Right? <laughs> yeah. This is like number one on the list. <laughs> idiotic hey, let's take advantage. a sample back to it. And then you try to figure out why they die off. Fucking idiot. It, it's like they don't they don't believe her at first uh, because of her report when she gets back to because this movie takes place 57 years after Alien so she's been in cryo sleep and now the cat's the oldest living cat ever um, because it's near 60 uh, and oh oh this reminds me because we're talking about when she gets back um, I don't know if y'all watch the special editions. Um, I watched the special edition, at least what I have on DVD, and um, the the pic- in the special edition they show a picture of Ripley's daughter Amanda, and the picture they show is actually a picture of supporting oh. Weaver's mom. Well, okay, that seems kind of weird, knowing that yeah. it would be like hit her. Oh, well, because now she's older. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because like. Her daughter died at 67, I think they said her age was 66. And so they used a picture of uh, Sigourney Weaver's mom to be her daughter. So I thought that was that was interesting. I didn't write that down, but I, I thought that was really cool. Yeah, uh, they, but they uh, like when they talk about female heroes in movies, I, te- I, I figure like she is like number one. I think it's like number one or number two because it's like 
out of all the main ones, it's like the ones that anybody bring up is probably Leia, and then Ripley, and then probably Sarah Connor. Those are like the three main ones that I ever like know of, like that most people like mention. I mean, I, I would say um, I would say Ripley should be number one because in the first movie, yeah, um, the first movie she was the only smart one. Uh, Terminator Sarah Connor is a waitress trying to survive, but in two, she's like a badass. Um, so I, I kind of think it takes away. I mean, it, I guess it's a natural evolution of her character. But I feel like Sigourney, like Ellen Ripley, at least in Alien and Aliens, she didn't become, you know how like John McClane in the Die Hard series became yeah. like super cop instead of like an average cop, like every man, he became like super cop that could survive like a building falling yeah. on him. Like in the, I think the fourth movie, Live Free Die Hard. <laughs> yeah, where he just, yeah, where he, he does, he's, he's like superhuman. But um, but like I feel like at least in Alien and Aliens, I feel like Ripley is still just a regular person because yeah, she's still she learns scared. how to use a and gun. And she still in this has movie. trouble talking. She about knows it. how to do the loader because yeah, the job so, that she had before she got there. But she learned how to use the gun and the flamethrower when she was doing this movie. That's one thing that I think is like why it's so good is that it goes through. Exactly what it's like. You literally uh, step off exactly when she uh, went into cryo sleep, picked up when they found her, and then it would just kept going, like the whole time. Yeah, I guess the one good thing about Alien Three is it it takes place right after this film, so there's not like a a gap. But I think it'd have been a better story if uh, they had like. Well, supposedly it would have been a totally different film if the person that did it, I think it was David Fincher or something, right? Yeah. Yeah, It was supposed to be a totally different film than what what was actually made. But it's mostly because of studio control and shit, so I wonder if it would have been the same movie if, if he would have been able to make whatever he wanted to make. I think, because yeah, because I think if they did a, a continuation with with them in the cryo sleep and all three of them, I mean, you could still have Bishop be a different Bishop that they encounter, um, and you could still have the separated Bishop maybe um, for a scene or two. But I really think it would have been interesting if they had done something like if they done something with New and. Ripley and well, and I think that's hit. the main thing that it's like whenever they did it in Terminator when they killed off John Connor or whatever. Like, well, yeah, that's, a lot of people that's were why I'm a monster. Like, uh, I hear I was spoiled on it like a while ago, and then I I'm like because everything looked cool in it, and I was like, why are they protecting this girl? And I was like, I wonder if they're doing something with John Connor. And then eventually I saw like spoilers on it. And then I was like, oh, well, fuck that. I ain't going to watch this movie. It's like the main whole point of the Terminator franchise was doing it with John Connor. What the fuck? And then when they they decided to to do whatever they wanted to do, I was just like, fuck that then. 
It's like yeah, was it, it's like if they, they did what they did in Alien Three, right? Uh, still, a lot of people think that Resurrection is probably the weakest film, but I definitely think that Alien Three is the weakest film, just because I love and I, I like I like Alien Three, but like I think Alien Resurrection, I think that was the name of the fourth film. That one's yeah, way better. One. Because of like how they brought her back as a clone and all that shit, and it made sense. Yeah, and she's like partying and all that stuff. And they tried more with that one. It's probably because how Alien Three failed. They were like, "Yeah, let's try whatever." And the person that did Alien Resurrection tried a bunch of shit. I think Joss. I think Joss Whedon wrote the script for Alien Three. See, I'm unsure. But all I know is that, like, the main thing, I don't think that Alien 3 is a bad film, but definitely it kind of was annoying knowing that they killed people off at the beginning. Like, you couldn't even, like, have them in there and then them die off. I know that it was set in a prison and shit, but still. Yeah, let me take a look. Um... Okay, he didn't write it, but I thought have swore his name was attached to this somewhere. Maybe he did. Oh, no. I'm looking at Alien 3. I'm thinking Alien Yeah, it's probably Alien Resurrection Sorry. that it was from. But, uh... Anyway, still, um, though, this is by far my... Like, whenever there's any Alien movie that I want to recommend to anybody, I always talk about this one. I was just talking about it at work today. Where I was talking about, I was like, yeah, I get to watch this movie. It's going to be fucking awesome and talk about it for like an hour or whatever. And then, and then somebody was like, yeah, what I, is this movie? And I was like, you've never watched Aliens? And she was like, no. And I was like, you need to watch it tonight. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, you got to watch Aliens. Especially during Halloween I mean, time, you need to watch that shit like now. <laughs> <laughs> I actually kind of tempted to watch yeah. Aliens. Yeah, that's the only one that I, I haven't the... watched in like ages. I think. I think I. Only I have the whole like rip set. Yeah, on... I do too. I even have. I have the whole six pack collection. I haven't watched Alien Covenant yet. Like I told uh, whoever earlier, I haven't watched Covenant yet just because I heard that it was kind of lackluster, but. I have that whole set, and then I got Alien vs. Predator, both, um, both of those movies. Then eventually, I gotta get all the Predator movies, too. I like Covenant. I don't have. Honestly, I like. I didn't see Covenant. I I, was, I have, I actually own a digital copy of Prometheus from back when I worked <laughs> at Movie Stop. And Dang. We, won't, we won't go on and talk about it. 3D but, um, Blu-ray the, version but, of that movie, Prometheus. But the reason I I own the physical copies of Aliens one, Alien one, two, and three, because I actually, you know, I like to go thrifting, and I found it at a thrift store, and I was shocked because this thrift store, a lot of people like some of the yeah. good DVDs get stolen. Uh, I was shocked that all three movies were. Well, in the that's cases. how I got most of the packs <laughs> so that I like, did was like one, like the Alien versus Predator one. That's the perks of working at a job that I do. Like uh, they had that pack out where it was like both movies for like four bucks. I was like, uh, okay, yes, I'm gonna get that. 
Uh, and so I was like, hell yeah, that's I... a good thing about seeing the movies. And then you're just like, okay, I'll grab that one, grab that one. I got like the Watchmen special edition Blu-ray and from there for like four bucks. Whereas I'm starting to move my whole collection of digital. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have been too, but also at the I, same time, I, I like to keep physical stuff too. I like physical stuff too. But I also like digital because if you look, I mean, you know, I think you both have access like you, Steve, everyone. I think I've given you all access to my Voodoo account. I have almost 300 movies digitally. Uh, some of them I have physically, but some of them are mostly digital. Like I have my latest purchase was the Bill and Oh, Ted yeah, I haven't watched the trilogy music yet. But uh, I heard that it was good. I, have a, I want to. But I'm kind of like afraid to watch it, too, because well, I don't want my the, like nostalgia. It's good, though. I heard, but I heard it's really good. good. Yeah. yeah, I've only started reading it. Basically, I'll be taking my whole collection and making it digital. But, uh, yeah. Space taken up by movies. Yeah. The, <laughs> anyway. So far, like, I ended up having like over, I don't know, like maybe a hundred movies on there. Just because... Like, if I get the codes, I, I just instantly put them on there. Like, I just picked up Justice League because I found out that the Justice League was, like, four bucks at Walmart. So I was like, okay, I'll grab that, too. Justice League I'm isn't as bad as everyone says it is. It, it needed about... Anyway, we're getting off traffic. We're getting topic. We're all talking about movies and shit, though. We yeah. are, because we're talking about movies, and movies are fun. Um, I... Aliens, I think, is like probably the best one out of the series. Um, Alien would probably I, be. I definitely two. think. But I haven't seen Alien see, for probably me, in a decade. See, I actually for me, it would probably be it. like uh, I, I'm going to leave Alien Covenant out just because I haven't seen it yet. But I would probably say Aliens is by far my favorite one. Then I would probably say Alien, then Alien Resurrection. Then probably Alien Three, and then Prometheus, and then whatever I would place for fucking Alien Covenant whenever that would come out. That'd probably be where I'd rank mine. I I would probably like I haven't seen Prometheus or Alien Covenant, even though I do own Prometheus and I need to actually sit down and watch it. Um, I would like I would probably. Say I so I've only seen the three. I'm not counting Alien versus Predator. Yeah, that's what or I'm any, AVP and anyway, stuff like that. That was just more uh, like they wanted to get, have them go against each other. Yeah, I um, I would probably say Aliens, Alien, then Alien. Uh, maybe Alien Resurrection because I, I, I don't hate it as much as uh, most people do. Because I think some people. I think Alien Resurrection is probably a lot well, of them consider yeah, it the worst. Yeah, a lot of people end up saying um, that, but I, I actually, I'm seeing them a lot more than I saw Alien 3. And it was like, they had a lot of good moments in it. Like, a lot of good moments. That, uh, yeah, and and so I can't, I'm not gonna I'm, I'm not gonna hate on Resurrection. Um, at, least, at least they had an interesting way to bring to bring uh, yeah. Ripley back. And then having it spliced with her with alien DNA. So then when she yeah. had the kid and all that stuff. I, 
the whole point where like she's uh, you could see that she's clearly heartbroken with her uh kid in it look at all the kids going on crazy yeah but uh once ago knowing that the kid was there and she knew that it was bad and it was kind of like blending it between like is she bad is she good you know that she's half and half or whatever, but uh, what's it called? No, they yeah. did that, and then it was like the final thing where she actually hit the button and all that stuff, and she felt bad when it happened. That's one reason why I think that it was a better film than Alien Three was because it had good moments in Alien Three. But yeah, because by far, like, there's more memorable stuff that I remember she... out of that movie than Alien Three. Because she didn't want to kill. I, yeah, she felt compassion. Um, so I guess it was kind of an evolution of the character. That's what, and that's what I'm saying. But like by far, Aliens is just a good, better movie. And I think Dead Rising probably wouldn't have done what they did in the second film, right? They wouldn't have done, or the second game, I mean. They wouldn't have done the same stuff where you like build up weapons out of uh, other weapons and stuff like that, where they combine them. If they didn't watch this movie where she's duct taping the yeah. flamethrower and the pulse rifle together, it's like doing that sort of shit. And then her just using the auto loader to uh, get the alien queen out. And all, like it just has so many good scenes in it. And you could just. You could just have it going on in the background the whole time. It was a, it was a brilliant movie. I, and I can watch it over. So, what are we going to do the ratings for yeah, this one? Or are we just talk? I don't think time? so. We're just going to be like recommending the fucking uh, shit no, out of because... Okay. Yeah, because. Yeah, because I don't, I don't see, I don't, I don't see where like this one. This one I would never say needs to be um, remade, and I think this is one of those movies that if they ever try to remake, I, I hope they never reboot the Alien franchise because I I just don't think it would work. I think maybe one movie might do well, but I don't. Yeah, I don't think they. Because I, I don't like think they, they need to reboot it. They can continue to make new yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah. If they want to make a yeah, new one, they can and continue they it do in the same good. timeline. Yeah, like, that's the main thing that's different between this and Terminator, right? Like, Terminator, it it revolves around time travel and John Connor being the forefront of it and stuff like that. So if you miss with with John Connor, that you pretty much fuck up your whole franchise, right? The Alien franchise, you could do just about anything with it. And same with, like, Predator and stuff like that. Like, because they are standalone movies, no matter what, you could just interchange people into it. Like, all you need to do is just be like, hey, it's another movie where they just get to this planet and there's more aliens on there and they have to deal with it or whatever, you know, like come up with a different type of story, but for modern times type of stuff and probably do well at it. That's why I'm saying, like, because no matter what, they know that there's more money into this stuff. So if they felt like it, they could do more. But they don't absolutely have to also. But they also have comics and figures and all sorts of shit with this. So I think it will be fine if it's just by itself too. 
But okay, I guess uh, I was done with whatever I was talking about. And nobody. <laughs> no, I'm. I, I've to say on the movie. I mean, I I enjoyed it thoroughly, and I can watch it over and over again. Yep. So, Joe. Are we having problems with Joe? Maybe audio problems or something? Because we can't even hear him. Can you hear me now? Yeah. I actually really enjoyed this movie. Um, I had the first time I remember watching this, I was a kid in the 80s living uh, living in Fort Walton Beach. And I remember watching it on TV and eating a bag of chips and drinking a soda that I got from Food World across the street. Food World. Now that's a fucking Uh, place. But anyway. Uh, so I, um, I have a lot of memories like that with some things, but that's the first time I remember seeing this movie. I might've watched it again when I, when I lived, when I had my own, when I had my own house, uh, back in Fort Walton. And, and so I probably, I probably watched it again then, but I don't remember like I don't remember, I don't remember a lot of the movie. Of course, we all remember "Game Over, Man, Game Over" because that's one of like the most memorable quotes from the yeah, movie. Yeah, stay away from her, you bitch, part. But uh, but also, yeah, at the same time, yeah her, I totally bitch. forgot. I I whiffed on the beginning part where I knew that she was talking to uh, to the people and then about going to the place and everything. But I forgot how the opening scene went. Like how it was just showing them finding her there. I totally forgot about that scene. But like I remember yeah, and that scene was actually... and then Burke trying to get her onto the planet and all that stuff. I didn't re- like I remember yeah. that shit. How like the like especially that scene where they're in the thing with the colonial marines going in to wipe them out. And then they're like, why? We don't see them. We don't see them. And that scene where you see the xenomorph come out of the wall, that was like one of the main things where you're like, holy shit. Oh, that scene was so cool. That's what I'm saying. That's like one of the best scenes in the movie for me just because you're like walking around all of a sudden, you just see him like move. I'm like, "Fuck yeah, dude! Shit, talk about blending in." <laughs> that, that movie. Oh my god, that scene was amazing. That's uh, what I'm saying. They had a lot of good scenes in this movie, and a lot of like and cool fight, like, and like a lot of the stuff where it's like the people keeping the ammo and stuff like that doing stuff where it's like oh you know what fuck this and that's like the smartest part of the movie like yeah like you can yeah. fucking blow yourself up but it would probably make sense not to cripple yourself before you go into it that and that's yeah, uh, they, where so they, um, uh, what's it called Corbin or uh, Garbin I think it was Garbin or something like that was the uh, was dropping the ball? He's supposed to be the man in the tower type thing, and this dude ain't even being like, "Hey, I'm gonna do some recon into this place before they even get in there." Yeah, the the lieutenant was an idiot, but I think he, I think they used him for that reason because they obviously had to know what they were doing to pick uh, 
a military leader with no experience because uh, because the reason they were asking Ripley to go is they they realized that they were the Xenomorph. And they also wanted to bring back a specimen, which is why Burke went. And so they, they had to know something, but they needed so They probably wanted, I bet you anything, they wanted the Marines to be taken out. And then have Burke return with um Yeah, I definitely well, think he's tried to Burke, set up if he was gonna take advantage of it, because they already kinda talked about it in the scene where he was like talking about how he signed off on the colonists to get there. He's like, You killed these people and he's like, Sorry, I made a judgment call and I was wrong. And Burke is the type of dude where like he's like, you know what, I don't give a fuck because it affects my bottom dollar type shit. So, like, yeah, if he wanted to, he would have wiped them all out just so he could get a specimen. Like, because he probably only brought her there, right? So she could be like, yeah, that's a fucking alien. And then he's like, okay, grabs one and kills them all and then goes back up. Because I could see that happen. Yeah, I could see that. Like, I really... Sorry, air bubble. Um, I I think like Burke knew what he was doing, and I think he I think he always planned to impregnate someone with a face hugger. Yeah, because he was wanting to see the effect on people and all that shit. You know, yeah, shit um, that we were talking about uh, at the last podcast. Always the scientists that ruin shit for everybody and get a bunch of people killed. Yeah, they got a bunch of people. And that's killed. why you should watch Prometheus like, because it goes more in depth into that shit too. I don't want to so, say so much spoilers because you haven't seen it. Otherwise, I would talk about it in in this chat. But yeah, you because I know like Prometheus takes place before yeah. before Alien. Supposedly, kind of like, like how the continuity goes is supposed to be Prometheus first, then Alien Covenant, and then I think it's Alien. One, two, and three, and in uh, resurrection, I think that's how in continuity ways. I think it's supposed to go that way, and then of course at one point I where that's why I say the alien versus predator shit doesn't kind of sync up is because this is supposed to be years in the future, like even Prometheus is supposed to be yeah. years in the future, and then alien versus predator is like in our time, like in the two thousands and shit. So and so yeah, yeah it's an that's alternate timeline. Like, that's the only thing that would make sense. That's why I would also talk about if they're going to do that, do a horror timeline of the worst shit, and then have them all on the same Earth. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to see. Like I said, I don't think this one should be never. Aliens should never be remade. Uh. And if they do anything else with the Xenomorphs, it should just be a continuation yeah. of the series. I mean, you you could get, like, I was reading some trivia real quick for Resurrection. Like, they say Sigourney Weaver agreed to do it because they gave her a bunch of money to do it. But I, I wonder if they if they did it right and had a good script. I wonder if she would come back Well, like it. if they gave her another um, movie? Yeah, I mean, she's... 49, um, 1949, she's going on 
70? She's over 70? Yeah. No, I guess. I don't think that they're going to have her come back. Now, maybe if they do one of those CGI things. Now, they could do that with Resurrection, though. Like, if they did one after Resurrection and then just had somebody else and then had her face over it. Or they could bring her back, but then do that de-aging technology, too. I mean, she just wouldn't be able to do the same amount of shit, though. That's the only thing. But, I mean... That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It, like, I recommend all these movies, and you should just watch them in a movie marathon if you felt like it. I would say definitely watch, um, definitely yeah. watch Aliens and back Alien. to back. If anything, um, like you, you should watch both of those. <laughs> you should watch Alien and then watch Aliens, like right after it. So that's what I see. You can do Alien Three. Um, a lot of people are disappointed because they killed off Newt. Because it, it kind of deflates, it kind of negates the whole victory of yeah. saving her. Well, I and, think that's why a lot of people hated it too. But And definitely if you guys yeah. Yeah, and check out, like if you guys do play games, play Alien Isolation. And then if you want something close to yeah, it. Yeah, definitely uh, Alien Isolation yeah. is like I definitely think uh, where they get the tropes from and it kind of pulls away from it is to play Dead Space. If anything fills me with the same type of shit, like where it's like the same type of vibe, it's like Dead Space. Dead Space and uh, definitely Dead Space 1 and then Dead Space 2 for like, you know, like if you're really enjoying it. But I, I got scared of shit playing Dead Space. And playing that game, but it gives you the same type of vibe. Um, yeah, that, the same that's type of vibe. Saying. Like then, anybody then that watches Aliens and shit should play Dead Space, and then you'll be like, "Holy shit, dude!" So, but yeah, with talk talking about creepy shit, and I'm oh. gonna plug my plug our next new podcast coming up. So. Next week, it's, it's next week, right, Josh? We were talking about, yeah, uh, yeah, for Halloween. Um, yeah, uh, we're gonna start our new podcast called Scream, Scream Creeps, and uh, we're gonna start off doing uh, the Conjuring universe in chronological order. So, we're gonna start off with The Nun being the first movie we talk about. So, we'll be doing that on Halloween or. Right around Halloween. Yeah, starting nice. out Halloween. And this, so, so this episode will actually premiere on Halloween. So it'll you can listen to yeah, it. Yeah, they can always later that listen day. to this one. And then they can fucking uh, listen to that one afterwards or something. I, I'm just I can't wait until we start talking about a bunch of shit. I haven't watched any of the Conjuring movies, so it's going to be fucking awesome. I'm hoping at least because I've heard good I, things about the first I, three Conjuring movies, so I've I've heard mixed reviews when it comes to the Nun and I think it's Annabelle and the Curse of La Llorona. I think are all in the same franchise, right? Yeah, so it's gonna be the Nun first, and then Annabelle Creation second. Oh yeah, Annabelle, and Annabelle, and then probably the the Conjuring. Annabelle comes home. The Curse of La Rona. I don't know if I said that right. The Conjuring Two, the con- and then there's the con- movie that's coming out this year, or I'm not sure when it's going to come out this year based on the 
Corona. <laughs> oh yeah, the way that they've been doing everything. The yeah. the the yeah. devil the devil made me do it is me. the the latest one. And it's so Yeah, they're gonna keep making those until they run out of stuff. But I'm definitely intrigued with doing all this shit because I have way too many. One of the ones that I definitely wanna fucking do is the whole chronological order of George A. Romero films. Oh mm-hmm. shit. I can't Dude, I'm telling oh, you, I'm so, awesome. got, I'm so you... damn psyched for this damn podcast. I'm so psyched. <laughs> I know, I know, um, Screen Cubes is mostly you and Jeremy, but when you get to the George Romero films, Dude, I will, you, I would love be to be a part of awesome, that, one. man. Because uh, I love, I, I'm so happy that we're doing all this shit. <laughs> I, um, I actually just purchased Return of the Living Dead and Return of the Living Dead Part Two for future installments of sci-fi graveyard because since it's military and science i consider yeah. them sci-fi horror. well that's what i'm saying like we'll probably put all the george a romero films in the same thing and then we could do those ones on yours or something like that or whatever like it matters but yeah we'll talk about that in another podcast i'm sure no, I... Yes. Um, I do want to let y'all know I do have an idea for our next one. It's I want to do like a live oh, like stream, a watch like party a thing. Stream. Um, yeah, because I found a movie from the fifties that is actually an episode of Mystery Science Theater three thousand called Manhunt in Space, and it's for free on Amazon. So I thought maybe we could do like a watch along and make fun of it and talk about it. It's called it, again Manhunt in Space, and it's kind of like. Flash oh, Gordon type stuff, but it's from the fifties. It's actually uh, a TV show from the fifties where they they put together several episodes you know to, what? of the series That's to make a movie. That's one thing we should look so at. Now, what's what it called, uh, Joe? Joe? Yeah, Manhunt in Space, three K thing. But uh, what's it called? Uh, definitely, we should do Flash Gordon on this damn ch- uh, thing too. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it it's, should be free to watch. Do it a watch, be free party. watch. We can do a watch party on Twitch. And and I I, I want to do that next with it. Um, mostly, I'm just trying to find some old sci-fi movies we all have access to, and to because I I actually need to build my collection of older sci-fi because most of mine's newer. Uh, so I'm gonna try to find what I can until we can build the library up and then have something uh, a catalog that we can pull from. But if there's nothing else, guys, happy Halloween. Stay safe. Eat lots of candy unless you're a and diabetic. Then, uh, with things in the world right, <laughs> with things in the world right now, um, people are going through a lot mentally and physically. Just remember, you're not alone. You're not crazy, and secrets make you sick. So just make sure if you're feeling that way, please talk to someone you care about or cares about you. Um, don't be a, don't be ashamed to seek help. Uh, for Jeremy and Josh, I'm Joseph. Thank you for listening to Sci-Fi Graveyard. Again, happy Halloween, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye.